0: Goodness. So many things can happen, and a clearing. I mean, it could be anything. It could be co- coming from anywhere. You just don't know. You know what I mean? You know, they come in with a simple, simple thing like you know, like having what do you call it? Social anxiety or something. You know. And so what happens is, is in that tracking of unraveling that, what I'm looking for is where's the cause, where's the root, and there's going to be discarnates in there. There could be some kind of device mechanisms in there. There could be other creatures in there. Nothing begins in this lifetime, okay? Whatever our traumas are, whatever we're living, it all began from the past. So we got all this carryover. So I go back, start tracking to see... Him. You got to accentuate the positive. Whoa! I feel good. A little bit of feel good goes a long
1: way. You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just fad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate
0: anything else?
1: Hello and welcome to another show, Accentuating the Positive with Karen Swain. Always a blessing to be with you all. Well, we have the beautiful Bonnie Seratori with us today. Welcome to the show, Bonnie.
0: Oh, thank you so much. It's awesome to be here. Like, I'm excited to be here with you. This is great.
1: <laughs> Bonnie and I have already been yakking about a whole <laughs> lot of other things. I might like, tell you in on what we were talking about. <laughs> and, um, I was just telling her that she looks so galactic to me, to me. But uh, she's like, Yeah, I want to talk to the normal people, the masses. And I'm thinking, <laughs> is that who you're talking to because when as soon as i looked at you i'm thinking gosh palladian like you know i'm thinking (laughs) from anyway we will talk about where where you hail from or where you've spent where your soul
0: has been yeah where you've
1: been uh, and please remember if you're liking the shows to subscribe 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 press that like button all that sort of stuff i don't know if I, i say this every show i don't know if it actually helps to send me a comment and say, yes, it helped. I subscribed so that I know that you did <laughs> <laughs> or you press the uh. like or leave a comment. I love it when you leave comments. All right, let me tell you a little bit about Bonnie. Bonnie's childhood was very traumatic starting in the womb when her mother tried to abort the fetus as a child she was molested by family members for years and this trauma left her broken leading to her path of healing she began a personal journey to end her suffering in 1984 although she was born with abilities she has developed her own innate connection with herself and the light through her profound personal experiences adding in her connection with the divine she lived alone in the desert of Arizona for four years speaking to almost no one there she expanded her skills and burnt through much of her own interference and ego and I would say you know subconscious um, limiting programs that you've picked up on your DNA which is kind of how you help others Today, she calls her healing work spiritual acceleration and has been working with clients since 1986. Bonnie accelerates the liberation of our authentic self, true divine self. She does this by removing and clearing all unwanted foreign energies through all time and space, which interferes with the expression of our divine self. And she said, this was a bit of a personal note that you wrote on uh, the application form. I truly want people to find liberation from within. And this is why I want to connect with different content creators and healers by spreading each other's stories and messages. More and more people can find the healing that will lead them back to their true divine nature. I thought that was so beautiful. I just had to say it. (laughs) So (laughs) darling one. So I was just saying to her that, you know, she's a galactic soul or a highly advanced soul that's come into earth to be a part of the ascension and the clearing of trauma and density here on earth. And it sounds like you came into a family that was riddled with, it's like you said, let me pick that family. They are just dripping <laughs> with <laughs> dripping with trauma. I'm going down <laughs> there
0: like, wow, what happened? Uh, well, that's exactly, I mean, in some way, I really know that I needed to have my experiences to do what I do. If I had to come into a conscious family, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So yes, it was a really intense. I mean, we're talking we're talking grapes of wrath people. You know what I'm saying? And my 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 parents, my mother was grew up in the depression and they didn't they didn't even have houses. They were migrant workers, pickers, and they would live in tents and you know, chicken coops or whatever. And so when my mom, my mom ran away from home when she was 12, because she was violently, terribly molested by the stepfather. And, and then she ran away at 12. And she got married at 15. She had me when she was 17. No, wait, no, she had my brother at 17, me at 19. But you know, she's got all this trauma. How can you, you know, really shine your light when you're severely damaged? So, you know, the damage gets passed down and it just keeps on going. And and so for me, it, I didn't really get that probably until I started really doing the work, you know, my own healing work. And then when I really started helping other people, I really knew that I had to have that journey. I had to. Otherwise, I wouldn't seriously would not be to the depth that I do. I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So very intense. And um traumatizing severely traumatizing a lot of humiliation and my grandmother my grandmother yeah um yeah she didn't like me we were pretty much raised once my once my sister was born my mom was gone uh so both parents were pretty much gone and my grandmother raised us and she didn't like me and she didn't like my brother so we got a lot of switches a lot of razor straps a lot of punishment in front of other people and you know like that night, because I, I wore my underwear to bed because I was being molested by her husband. And so I, I, I felt yucky. I just felt bad, you know, and I just couldn't. I needed my underwear. I'd even go into the, uh, if, they, if there wasn't any underwear, I'd go into the camper and get some, you know. I just couldn't do it. But my grandmother would take me out into the living room and there'd be uh, other people there. And she'd take my, t- take the razor strap and, you know, give me a whipping for that. And it was just, and, and then she would put pepper in my pan. I mean, it was just not cool what she did. And, and, and then also just having the abandonment of both parents and then all the molestation from her husband and, and another two other uncles. And, you know, it was just like, I was severely damaged, like severely damaged. Cause I was also extremely sensitive and I just, I felt everything, but I didn't really understand what that was about or what was happening. And it was just a a lifetime of feeling of not belonging, not wanted. And I did a lot of isolation. That's probably why I went to the desert. When I was 19, I went into the mountains. I went to the Sierra mountains for four years, isolated myself there. And even when I was married, we lived in isolated places. So for me, it was just, I stayed away from humanity. I stayed away from life. I just couldn't, I couldn't function. I couldn't I just couldn't handle it you know and felt everybody and but then also it was my own it was all that emotional wounding and beliefs and that we that we do in the womb you know like i'm not i don't belong here i'm not wanted i'm going to be killed so and then you know of course having past lives of having being killed for being a healer that kind of stuff as well i've got that in my background too and yeah so we you know The world is just full of people that got damaged and we're all trying to find our way. We're all doing our best and some of us can lead the way. And that's, you know, for me, that's my journey is leading the way because I have changed my life, like drastically changed my life, not just mine, but thousands of others as well. So it's been an intense journey and and the things still happen. I'm telling you, I just had a major thing happen in my world, but I knew it was like, when it happened, I knew that, oh, I called this in because now I'm ready for my next level. What it did is open my heart even more. And I'm more, I felt shattered, but also I'm actually more here now, more in my body, deeper in. I, I ended up driving to California from Georgia. Where my body was so traumatized and, you know, went. And that's when I drive like those kind of situations when we're having a lot of intensity, a lot of different things. It's like a time for change, trying to understand, you know, and let things start to unravel and clear. And, and so, you know, it's like coming back to Georgia and I'm in the unknown right now. I feel like I know nothing. I swear. I feel like I, I know nothing. I know nothing. (laughs) Such a trip. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, life continues to help us wake up and we have things that happen to to force us you know i way back i used to tell people oh yeah people you need crisis to change and then you know and, and it's really true because how are we going to change it's like there's little nudges and then there's little pushes and then hit, you know up against the wall splatter you know it's like whoa force change so you know i was asking i was acting to change some things and and so big stuff happened and, and then I'm telling my higher level, well, you didn't have to sucker punch me. And they said, oh yeah, we did, you know, <laughs> otherwise how are you going to get it? And I understand it. And I see it and I'm not having like any anger, frustration. I'm not feeling victimized. It's none of that. None of that was happening. I knew, I knew this was another, another level of dropping in and being able to work in a different way and teach in a different way and actually make it even more profound than ever. So, yeah, the journey's been really intense, and, and <laughs> most of my life, I didn't want to be here, which I think a lot of people can actually relate to, you know, and <laughs> that was my default. I'm out of here. I'm checking out. Can't handle it. So, yeah, I mean, it's just been a, an intense life. I mean, I've had several marriages. I've had um, lot, many, and many losses, I mean, you know, just kind of like the normal life things that people experience, and... The intensity of it all you know especially having the sensitivities and feeling everything and not realizing that what I'm feeling isn't just me it's like it's other things other energy frequencies and and then too that whole isolation thing that was part of what I this whole thing that just happened' is like I'm done being isolated I'm done being you know all by myself I'm done you know so it's like okay all right well here we go <laughs> this will wake you up to that this will open your heart up and make some changes so again I'm like I feel like in some ways I know nothing I mean even though there's other things I do know but ultimately like I'm just sitting here just going I don't know I don't know I don't know (laughs) kind of a cool place to be best place to be
1: the I don't know what Mm -hmm. does Deepak say Deepak was one of my first teachers when I was young the wisdom of uncertainty, and you have to shake your head. Myself. The wisdom yeah. of uncertainty, because <laughs> you know when you do know, you limit yourself to what you know. But when you don't, right. know, and you open yourself to all possibility, right? So <laughs> yeah, say, exactly.
0: It's true. It's the true, isn't it? Wisdom
1: of yeah. uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't want to yeah. get to. We don't want to get to. Okay, I know exactly where I'm going and what I want to do, and because you know, that's maybe what the ego thinks they want to do and maybe the higher self or soul or has other plans like, oh, yeah, you think that's where you're going? No, this is where we're <laughs> going to take you. But, you know, you obviously came in as a, a very psychic child. You said I was very yeah. sensitive. Sensitivity mm-hmm. equals psychic ability. Did you have any sort of guidance when you were going through all that trauma? Were you getting any sort of angelic help, higher self help? With like <laughs>
0: no no i was on my own no actually my grandmother the one who did all the abusing she actually she was native american but she didn't really tell us that because back then it wasn't it was not cool to have be native american at all so um she didn't really tell, tell us as kids but she did tell us she did at some point say tell us you have a little indian in you a little Sioux in you but nothing that was it and she actually we would do little gatherings and bring the neighbor kids in and we would do kind of weird stuff like put our hands on the top of the table and lift the table up. We'd lay somebody on the ground and put our hands on top and lift them up or have someone go in another room and we'd all gather and say, OK, let's have them pick up the telephone or pick up the ashtray and, you know, have that kind of thing. So we did those kind of kid things. So that was that was that was it for me. I always had this. I, I always. Oh, I know. Because even as a kid, I was I knew there were other things because, and I know everybody has stuff in their room. Like every kid says, "Oh, yeah, there's something under the bed or something in the closet. Well, in reality, there probably is, okay? And for me, these creatures would jump on my bed. They would you know, I got I was bit on the back one time, and they would move my things around. so I knew that there were things happening with you we can't see with our eyes. When I was a teenager, I used to go, try. you know, we'd go ghost hunting. We'd go to areas where we heard about different things happening, and we'd go and try and see if we could, you know, find the ghosts. And and back in the 80s, um, no, 70s, sorry, back in the 70s, I actually started opening up to doing, like, automatic writing and then channeling, and... Uh, Oh, major things happen like scary stuff happened like one time we were sitting my sister and my sister-in-law and myself were in the in the bedroom and there's had wallpaper and the wallpaper started changing faces turning into these demonic looking faces <laughs> so we're pretty soon I don't remember who it was but someone said does anybody see the wallpaper and we all go yes and we all run out of the room you know so but we were opening the doors to all these intense intense energies and really scary stuff was happening. And it was, you know, so we kind of shut down. And from and then after that, I really, for me, it was really about trusting myself and not depending or looking at other, uh, you know, uh, discarnates, entities of other time, space, dimension, and, and just really fine-tuning my own ability to sense energy, to see energy. And, I mean, for me, it was just a natural. I've always been drawn to this kind of reality, this kind of life. You know, I did Tarot for a bit, and um, just just all the, the sensing energies for me, the whole ability to see things and really opening up my sight. And then also to really be at the tracking part is major for me. It's like finding, like I can feel in my body. And I think most people that are sensitive can feel and sense things. So anything in my body, even if it was just like a minute little thing wasn't right, I could feel it, you know? And then I would go after, well, where, what is it really? Where's the cause? Where's the seed? Where's this really coming from? It could be anywhere, anywhere. Any time, space, dimension, universe, galaxy, lifetime, reality, back call, frequency, parallels, realms. It could be anywhere. So it was just that innate ability. And I know that I do have other lifetimes, of course, of being some kind of um, being that does bring information, that does do healing, that does have abilities I mean, it's just in me, if that makes sense. You know, like even the shamanic stuff, when I, you know, I don't call my, we don't, we don't label things shamanism, but back in the past, I actually did. And my here's my training with shamanism. We're in Hawaii, a client's coming. I had a business partner back then. And she says, Bonnie, you need to do a retrieval, so retrieval, I'm like, What? She goes, don't worry about it. So the woman comes. She goes, Bonnie, lay down next to her. And I get So all of a sudden, Molly's doing a drumming thing. And man, I'm on my way. And I go do whatever I have to do. I brought back, did a major trade and brought this piece back and brought it back to the woman. And that was it. Then I took off from there. So, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's coming forth. It's in me, you know, and that didn't need the training because I was already I already lived it.
1: Uh, absolutely it's it's so in you uh it's yeah it's so in you um what I want to know is um well from a sort of human point of view what's your uh, lineage DNA lineage your uh, like background from your family because you say your grandmother was American Indian or had some American to me mm-hmm. you kind of look so because you look like you're very tall and you've got beautiful thick hair and, and incredibly <laughs> like Fantastic, strong, you know, fit body, but yeah. um, yeah, I'm. I, but to me, you look like a Palladian. But where, where's your? Do you look like yeah. your family, or do you not look like your family?
0: So, somewhat. I'm, so on my dad's side, they're Sicilian. So we have. They came over. My grandfather came over from Sicily, and my grandmother, his wife, is actually um, span French Spanish, from from Louisiana where they did all kinds of dealing with all this dark stuff, which she never told us about that, but that's what she was doing. She was younger, kind of a trip. And then on my mom's side, there is the Native American and there is um, Welch Irish, I think. And then I think too, like uh, somewhere, maybe, I'm not sure where, but like I said, the Spanish. And then a lot of uh, like the, the Italy area and that those areas, as well and then like with my grandmother um native american um that, that that they didn't they were from minnesota they come on down into tuolumne uh into the reservation on the in tuolumne so there was that and and then my daughter's been doing the gene the genealogy stuff you know where you start going in and deeper deeper and we were part of some some of our families were part of like the 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 women's suffrage and that kind of thing so you know, they're just kind of cool things, but it's kind of like European. A lot of European kind of energy, uh, mostly is is that what that is? It's more in those European areas. So it's just a hodgepodge, really. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of different bloods flowing yeah. through.
1: Yes, you sound like the United Nations, which is um, which is quite common, I find, with healers. They come into families with really diverse. Uh, DNA, Mm -hmm. like like, yeah, not always, but uh, I found. But I wonder if that it's like you're touching all these different lineages throughout the world Mm -hmm. by coming in. But I I just thought as I looked at you, I bet you don't really look like your family because you look kind of Scandinavian in in a Mm. in a human sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and you heard that doesn't sound like you've got any Scandinavian in you, like you know, Norwegian, Swedish. Mm (laughs) no (laughs) Nordic I would say Nordic Palladian but uh, when I look at your physical body it feels like it's been spliced with um yeah DNA from other dimensions so have Mm -hmm. you got any awareness of who your star family is
0: um well I do know that like you were saying earlier like the the Pleiadians and the Syrians there's definitely a can I can there's definitely a connection with that but then I go back even further, you know what I mean? Like that's more of the, when I say recent, that, you know what I mean? It's not not like the last hundred years or thousand years, but somewhere back in there. But there's something that goes really ancient into really far, far back in some kind of galactic energy frequency. And I'm not real sure what that is or who that is. I don't even know. Yeah, you know, they gotta be here somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's way back. Again, there is something around like these tall kind of beans, their their energy frequency has like almost like a red orange frequency to it and but very strong very very uh powerful um anchored in but potent beans, you know that had a lot of uh, a lot of stability and and life force really so yeah i haven't done too much exploring with it you know i've just kind of been doing like being here dealing with this reality, this time and space, and uh, humanity.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've been doing the work. Yeah, yeah. C- clearing the density because there's a lot to clear. You know, my guides, <laughs> my guides tell me that, you know, when you live in a dirty house and you turn up the light, you see more of the dirt, and the light's been turned up, you know, more exaggerated uh, over the last few years, even decades. Yes. I mean, it's been turning up for like hundred or so years, but it's just right, like getting yeah. more and more intense and it's yeah. revealing more and more of the density. So it's like um, galactic cleaners. <laughs> we are coming in to clean the density, the, the distortion. Um, I also wanted to ask when you started doing your own personal journey, did it affect your family? Like I'm sure that, you know, your grandmother's obviously gone. Did you ever see your parents again? Or what about your sisters as you did your own journey? And mm-hmm, cleared up mm-hmm. cleared up all that anger and resentment and distortion in your own field. Did mm-hmm. it have a profound effect on your family?
0: Uh, my dad was gone. He died when I was 16, but my mom was still alive. And then what happened was, is my brother got really involved for a while. He had, um, you know, he had been his own journey and, and I started my own journey on my path. And then I, I brought that to my brother and what changed his life. My sister wasn't so much wanting to, to, to make changes. You know, sometimes we're just stuck in what we're doing, even though she's an incredible intuitive, incredible, like seriously. And, but again, you know, all three of us were really sensitive beings and we all got traumatized severely. And my sister, she just kind of just stayed with what she was living. And, and then my mother, not that she really got involved. She had a few experiences. Like I blew her mind one time. <laughs> I was, this is way back when I was, when I first started doing entity removal, I was, I just heard about it, learned about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So anyway, I I had her come in and I, and I had her, her grandmother started talking through her. My mother just started crying. You know, it shocked her. Like it really shocked her. And. And then another time she came to one of my workshops, one of my core emotional healing workshops, and she had an experience and it just, it blew her mind, you know, but she was really proud of me, like really proud of me. She didn't fully understand what I did. She just knew that I helped people, that I changed lives and, and, you know, people loved me. And so she was always like really, really proud. And then she died in 2010. So she hasn't really seen what I do now. I mean, not, not in her body anyway. Um, Yeah. So it's very, I mean, even now it's way different than back then. You know, of course I've, I've shifted and changed myself. And so she's, you know, like I can, I feel her out there, but yeah, she was like pretty proud. And, and then my kids, both my kids got involved when I had the Renaissance center in California. Um, My son lived at the center. My daughter, taught classes there. So, yeah, this is part of their life. You know what I mean? It's like they have understand. In fact, my son, sometimes like the other day, I'm saying something. He goes, oh, I know what it was. I am I get home and I go, you know, I don't think I want to be here. <laughs> and my son just says, mom, remember how much you just loved your place. Remember how much you love being there. Just remember all that. It'll come back to you, you know? So you know, cause I was like in this unknown place, like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? I don't want to be here. And I wanted to leave, you know? And so he just said, you know, he just kind of grounded me, pulled me back in, reminded me. Yeah. Mom, remember, you remember what you remember that you love it there. So, I mean, I do feel like I'm probably going to leave at some point because truthfully, there really is. I was pulled here for a reason. Mega, mega things have happened. Mega. Okay. Life-changing. And I'd like my time to be done because there's really, there's nothing here for me, if that makes sense. There's, you know what I mean? There's nothing here. I'm in the, fr- I'm out in Georgia. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing about my Georgia. I like Georgia. It's just that I'm in the country, which I love. And there's nothing here. Like there's no good, like when I live in Colorado, I could go to five different places and get organic food. And you know what I mean? Like all the stuff that I'm used to, I live in the Bay area. I can go shopping and and have choices here there's nothing here. So, and then also the whole friend thing. So I, I'm, I'm ready to change that.
1: Well, there might be nothing there now, but you can create it. <laughs> you know, as I'm, as I travel through Australia, like in the cities, the, you know, the healers and the star family, the light workers and the difference makers and whatever you want to call them, they kind of gather start their Mm. yoga retreats and their healing centers and their kirtan and all that sort of thing. Then you go out to the country and it's just, oh my God. I mean, the food is atrocious. I mean, it's just (laughs) just meat and grease and meat and grease and meat and grease. I remember traveling around when my daughter who's in her thirties now was with a baby and we couldn't find anything to eat. Like I was a vegetarian. All I ate was chips, like hot chips. (laughs) But I just, I traveled recently And I'm seeing it spread, like this consciousness just spreading. And you stop in Mm -hmm. a country town and um, you can get vegetarian food and there's a yoga retreat and a Mm meditation. It's just spreading. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the work too. It's to take that consciousness to those places that don't have it, like where you are. And, you know, to start that up, like to start the organic market and, the yoga classes and the meditation classes and the ascension classes and, um, and like attracts <laughs> like, I mean, there are some country towns in Australia now that have just attracted all the light workers and they've become these little hubs of, oh, psychics and, right, right, right. and you know, like right. amazing. You were saying that you came out to Australia in the nineties and you were at Byron Bay is this, is this Mecca of light workers and healers that have been, it's mm-hmm. a bit like the Sedona, shasta sort of energy and in, in right byron bay. yeah
0: yeah yeah, uh, yeah when yeah. i say
1: byron bay byron bay is a town but that surrounding area about byron bay it's just
0: mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: but that's been your that's been the sort of classic like worker town but now it's just spreading and there are these little towns all over the place where mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. used to be just such hicksville and what i find amazing is that you're out in the country in this abject beauty and all people want to do is beat each other up <laughs> Yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. drink get drunk <laughs> eat bad food and then beat each other up I'm like look where you live <laughs> then, you know like the consciousness of humans it's hilarious right
0: it but, is well that's yeah. what's up here that's what's happening okay yeah I mean I came here for a reason I and I know yeah. and understand all of that and when my reason's done I'm gonna uh, you know it's it, it's I'm not gonna be bringing consciousness here I, I live way out of, I the town is like a what do you call it it's like it's not really a town. It's like, what do you call those, a parkway when you're you know, we're going 50 miles an hour and then there are businesses all on the side. I mean, I'm not that far from Chattanooga. You know, I can go to Chattanooga, which is fine. I just didn't want to live in Chattanooga. But, you know, for me, it's just like right now I won't make any decisions. And I just know that in in the shift that's happened for me, something will change. It. I mean, that's what happens. My whole life is always about being guided and led and, you know, big things happen. And then I do something, change, live somewhere else. I've lived in many, many places and many states and many countries as well. And I never stay anywhere more than like four years. So mostly two years. And it's just, you know, it's just what I do. have a little bit of that gypsy energy, you know? Oh, and then also that whole drive going to California. I mean, we're talking like a 36 hour drive back and forth and I'm loving it, you know. I love being on the road. There's something about freedom being on the road. I don't know. It's just it's just like, yeah, I feel like I'm on vacation, even though I would stop and work, you know, what I mean, see clients, up at a hotel, do my thing, and then get back on the road again. And but yeah, it's like when I and when I came to this area, I I was living in Colorado and I came on across and it was the same thing. I would stop and do my sessions and work and then keep moving and discovering where am I gonna land, where am I going. So it's a journey. It's been
1: a journey, I know, and it's it's not an easy journey. But when I was um, looking at you before we came online, just l- listening to a couple of your videos, uh, the message that was coming through from your team, from your soul family, is that you've, mm. you're you doing really great work. And, in mm. fact, it was really interesting as I was listening to what you teach, you know, all the clearing that you're doing. I was thinking about another teacher that I've had on the show called Lois Hollis who um, is doing a similar work it's beautiful and she emailed me this morning just before I came on I thought oh look at that synchronicity (laughs) but this sort of clearing of density and I remember Lois was talking in and you'll understand this that she was talking about she calls it shame guilt she was talking about an energy that is an energy that we take on it's not sort of innate like any negative energy is not innate it's like an energy that you know, sticks to us and we can like take it off. Like we can take off a jumper mm. or Australian mm. thing, sweater, mm-hmm. we, you know, take off a mm-hmm. top. Um, we can take off the shame, guilt or the density. Do you want to go into what you've experienced with doing clearings with people?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. So many things can happen and a clearing. I mean, it could be anything. It could be, coming from anywhere. You just don't know. You know what I mean? You know, they come in with a simple, simple thing like, you know, like having, what do you call it, social anxiety or something, you know? And so what happens is is in that tracking of unraveling that, what I'm looking for is where's the cause, where's the root, and there's gonna be discarnates in there. There could be some kind of device mechanisms in there. There could be other creatures in there. Nothing begins in this lifetime. Okay. Whatever our traumas are, whatever we're living, it all began from the past. So we got all this carryover. So I go back, start tracking to see. I look at the agreements and contracts, unravel agreements and contracts of the issue. Because we're, you know, there's a soul evolving. I think people understand in order to really know thyself, to know who we are and to know creation itself is to know all experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. So we have all these experiences, but what happens, one of the big things that happens is when we have an experience, and we even just use this lifetime, we, we, we have an experience, we draw a conclusion about that, and then we create a belief around that, and then we anchor it into the subconscious. So a lot of the stuff that people are experiencing, they've anchored in from the past, that something will never change, it will always be like this, they're going to suffer for eternity, there's something wrong with them. They're not loved. They're not wanted. They don't belong. They've done atrocities. They're going to be punished. Uh, And it just goes on and on and on, you know, as far as these beliefs that we've got anchored into the subconscious. And I often will find these aspects of people locked in these, in the subconscious, but I also will find them lost or, or hidden or buried like in the heart way back, or even in the different chakras where they have literally shut down and are in hiding or are in a state of of you know d- severe damage severe pain suffering heartache heartbreak uh, intense emotional pain so what i do is i'll go in they'll see me oftentimes because they don't know me yet but they'll see me sometimes they'll be really afraid or whatever so i have to immediately let them know i shine you just let them see the light let them know i'm here to help them and then i start talking to them I'm telling you, every time it's like they just they just come to me and then I'll take them and I'll show them that we've made agreements and contracts as a soul. I show them that look at your look, 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 and things happen really quickly. Okay. So you're understanding that, oh, you've made all these agreements with all these different souls, all these different lifetimes, and you've had all these different experiences back and forth, back and forth, different scenarios. And then I show them the bigger picture, which has to do with no judgment, just pure witnessing. Kind of like from the perspective of, of creation no judgment no thought no feeling and then there's an immediate shift and then they're willing to let go of a lot of these beliefs like for example people will believe that they deserve to be punished maybe in a past life they did some kind of atrocity and in the moment you're at some point in that lifetime they're feeling like "Whoa, that was not a good thing i'm gonna this is not good and then they can anchor in things like the self punishment, you know, self undermining, self sabotaging, as well as other beings come into their subconscious. Other beings will be all around them, making sure that you are suffering, okay, holding things, keeping things in place, keeping you bound, keeping you stuck, keeping you in suffering. And then there's all the dark energies, the dark force energies, anybody, which is everybody alive, everybody's ever been who has ever opened the doors for any kind of dark force energy, powers of darkness, that means simple things like doing hexes or charms or voodoo, black magic, sorcery, w- witchcraft, wizardry, Satanism. There's a, Those are all opening the doors for the darkness to come in because you're using the dark powers for you know to, to do these things. Once you do that, you're never let go. So I have a lot of people beautiful people in, and you know, talking about how their health is bad there are no money they're healers a lot of healers isn't is for a lot of healers and you no, know, their lives just are, are or you no know, relationship and they don't understand because they're really good heart you know what I mean like sincerely good in the heart it's like I go looking at oh got it I got it. okay wait okay yeah 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 oh yeah you were highly deeply involved you did you did satanic rituals oh oh what was that oh yeah yeah you did blood suck. oh what was that infants oh yeah, yeah, you got soul capturing, soul devouring, so yeah. Okay, let's clean that stuff up. Okay, because whatever you've opened that door to on some level, there's a uh, interferences. There's you know, there can be minions and other and other energies that are in your energy field blocking you and stopping you. So, you know, we have to unravel all that kind of stuff. So this is what I mean. It's not it. It's not a little simple little thing like, oh, you have some emotional energy. Well, let me just clear that out. If we want to clear it and let it be done so it never comes back, you have to clean up all the past. You clean up all the agreements and contracts. You release the trauma and the emotional energy of that and shift that whole belief system that you deserve to have some kind of punishment or suffering, you know, something, and then, of course, we have creatures of other time, space, and planets. We have galactic energies coming in. We have um, implants coming from the government, the military, the one percenters, and aliens. So cleaning those things up is a little bit different simply because these things are happening now. They've got big, these, lots of things are i mean i can see these rooms where they got all these this equipment all this stuff they can they're implanting people like i had a woman one time where her father was working for the fbi she had the ability as a child to follow him energetically so she would do that well they saw her doing that so they blocked her when i met her she was in her 30s and i massive blockage massive her whole body was blocked so she couldn't travel Do anything on the energy planes this was from the government so in order to make sure that she's released you have to get the files so that they get deleted or trash or something a non threat you know what I mean so that they're no longer gonna keep coming after her because if you clear something out you don't clear the other the the cause that it'll come back so immediately when I release that her whole body just changed vibrational frequency And her abilities came back just like that because she wasn't, you know, she was a sensitive, intuitive. So, you know, and oh, the big, another thing too, is all the, the discarnates. I mean, when I first started doing discarnates, this is such a trip. This was back in the eighties, uh, 1986, 85, somewhere. Yeah. No, I had been 86, and I was already starting to work with people. Yeah, I was working with people. Anyway, um, the discarnate thing back then, I used to think there'd be like one or two people in you. Okay, that could be from anywhere. I had a guy, I had a being come from uh, when I discovered the what I ca- now call the um, the reptilian world. It's an actual planet of reptilians, and then there's also those little guys, little eperclon guys that are on a red planet right next to them. They're very afraid of those those dragon beans and reptilians, um, but the, the dragon, this guy came in, or he was in the body of the guy I was doing a dis, uh, release on. And back then, I did it very different. I would, you know, do hypnosis, because I didn't, you know, because I was just learning how to, I was just training myself how, okay. And um, so I used hypnosis, and my yes, no, maybe. So, um, you know, the drag this being, this reptilian being, I could feel that, that whoever I was talking, getting ready to talk to, wanted to hurt me, so I backed away. And then, come to find out, it was one of these beings. And I, and so I sent it back up, and he he couldn't get out. Finally, I was able to get him out. And then the guy that I did the clearing on, he was, he drew a picture of it. I still have the the picture. It was a dragon, a a, a dragon looking thing, you know, a reptilian dragon. And and then I've had other experiences. Another really cool experience. um, I used to have a friend named Petey, and she moved away. And I used to, she was like the best friend. And seriously, I was in third grade. I cried about her almost every night for years, and then I stopped crying. And then about two weeks before I did a clearing on my daughter, all of a sudden I was dreaming about her again. So I did a clearing on my daughter, and her name was Petey. So I'm talking to my daughter, and I, I'm asking. At that point, I'm asking them, you know, asking the the entities if they, you know, to speak, whatever. And I could feel that I knew who this was. I didn't know yet who it was, but I felt the knowing that I know who this is. And I started just t- asking questions and, and I asked her if she knew me. She says, I know you, Bonnie. My whole body's like, and, I, and, and then I said, because I knew, I said, is that you, Pete? No. And I asked my daughter, I said, "What? could you know what your name is? And she goes, Peggy, I think. That's how she couldn't quite get the Petey thing. And that's how I kind of sensed like Petey just dropped in. And then I said, is that you, Petey? And she says, yes. And I started, I broke down sobbing, sobbing. Okay. And I share with her that I had, I dreamt about her. And she says, I saw your dreams. She let me know she saw my dreams. And I had to let her, you know, in this reality, it's like they're not meant to stay in someone's body, you know? So, so I did let her go, but it was very traumatizing for my daughter. When, when Petey left, she felt alone. She felt unprotected. She felt unsafe and she just, it took a while for her to acclimate to not having that kind of protection, but wait, there's more to the story. Okay. So remember the words, I know you, Bonnie. Okay. So my daughter years later, many years later, she has my granddaughter. So we're in the room and the baby's born. I'm in the birthing room and Jen's holding it. And then the dad's holding it. My grandson's there. And he puts her in my arms and as clear as I say those words, I know you, Bonnie, I'm holding her. And she goes, I know you, Bonnie. And I just broke down sobbing. My grandson's going, Why monkey cry? Why monkey cry? He, said, he called me monkey. And they just said she was happy. No, that wasn't it. This was Petey. I knew it was Petey. So my granddaughter is here on, you know, planet Earth right here. And she is the spirit the soul of PD so you know I've had it's like cool cool experiences that are just like wow wow but yeah I mean it's incredible the clearings are just all over the place you know anything and everything can happen and what we might think with our mind don't even go there just be open to whatever is going to present
1: okay so you you talk about (laughs) the clearings as if all the energies attached to us are kind of negative and hindering us in some way even if it was a best friend that died um, but mm-hmm. and yet okay so with this story I'm a little bit confused you were like an, a kid at school when when Petey l- moved away right yes and, and, yes and so how how old were you
0: I was in third grade I think I was like nine nine something like that and then yeah Petey- nine.
1: Petey attached, why didn't Petey attach to you? Why did she attach to your daughter like all those years later when you had a child?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I had how? I, because she died, she told us she died when she was 19. So she would have died a little bit around a um, little bit older than, wait, so I was 17 when I had my daughter.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, 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 And
0: okay. so Petey would have been, we would have been around the same age. So she would have been, she was, so she came into gin after she died kind of deal you know, to be close oh that's right she did I she did tell me to be close to me she wanted to be close to me
1: why didn't she come to you like why didn't she attach to your right, into
0: my body yeah I, she wanted she just wanted to be with close to me but she also for some reason she wanted to be with my daughter she wanted to be there to protect her kind of thing and
1: kind of so, like taken,
0: taken. yeah
1: so do you perceive that as a negative like
0: no 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 not a negative no the reason for me is that we, you know, we're meant, this is our temple where we're not meant to have other discarnates in our body. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a good thing, like I have a lot of people that love and, and, and are there inside of people Mm -hmm. and want the best for them, but here's the thing. They're still, they still have their human emotion. They still have their human belief systems. They have still have their misperceptions of reality so Mm -hmm. when you bring in a discarnate with their energy you're going to have that in you we don't want that we don't want any of that we want to be free and free of all other frequencies that are not us Mm -hmm. you know we want to expand our own consciousness we want to expand into the truth of who we are which is these pure beings of love and light divine beings without all our wounding and all our you know misperceptions of reality and all our conclusions and carryover from past lives. So discarnates, the thing about discarnates, this is the main reason is the very thing I was saying, they come in with their own just like when if I died right now and came into your body, I'd be interfering with your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your beliefs, everything about you I'd be interfering with because it, I'm bringing in a, f- a foreign energy into somebody else's body with my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it depends on some, some of discarnates kind of go to sleep. Other discarnates want to live and take over. I've had, I've had a, this is a trip. I just want to share this one. I had a woman. Mm-hmm. I was taking my class and I was doing a demo on her and there was a discarnate in her that had taken over when she was a child. That discarnate chose the husband. That discarnate raised her three children. So when I took that discarnate out, she didn't know who she was. She didn't really know her children. And she certainly didn't want to be married to the man she was married to. So it was profoundly traumatizing for her to have this discarnate gone. Now she has to acclimate to who she is and kind of get to know her own kids. When we're talking grown kids, not little, okay? So this incarnate took over her life. That's not okay, you know. It's like we're here to be the soul that we are in this body. So I mean, I got thousands and thousands of stories that just like blow your mind, really, you know. That's but so yeah, we...
1: fascinating. Okay, so um, I've got Samuel coming into our inner sanctum, which is my group sessions this weekend, and Samuel is someone that is. That's taken the mantle to um, to spread the message about a book that was written called the Thayuba prophecy, which was um, there was this French Australian guy that was taken to another planet called Thyuba, and um, it was a ninth category planet. I think um, it was a part of the Palladian system. When I asked my guide, mm. it doesn't it doesn't say that in the mm-hmm. book, um, mm-hmm. and then the guide said, "Well, you call it the Palladian system. We don't call it the Palladian system, but anyway, um, because you know, right." right. Uh, and, right. and it's so funny so I've read reread the book in readyment for Samuel this weekend and then I said to um, my team I want to meet someone from that system and then I looked at who's coming up on the show this week and it was you and I'm like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's, what say. that's what I say I reckon you're from this system and anyway in the book they talk about how when the body dies 17 percent of the electrons that took, that made up the body uh, stay with the body for about three days and then they're released from the body. I guess that if you burn the body straight away it's released straight mm-hmm. away and they stay yeah. on the Earth's plane. So mm-hmm. and they have all the memories of it's not a soul or or, or, a, or a person per se. it is a energy it's like memory. it's like memory and, and thought form it's like thoughts that mm-hmm. create form. Mm -hmm. of the personality, it stays on the earth plane until the person reincarnates on that Mm -hmm. earth plane, and then it is attracted back into that person, but it can stay and it's what we perceive as what you've called discarnates or ghosts. Mm because Mm -hmm. you know it'll have the complete memory of the person so to a psychic they can see the outline they can see what the person physically looked like and it's Mm -hmm. got their personality and their memories Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff their you know subconscious programming and all that right right is that what you're calling discarnate
0: no i'm calling discarnate the real deal the real ones that don't want to go into the light that that um that stay on the earth plane. Uh, a lot of people don't want to go into the light because they there's beliefs that they've done something wrong. They'll be punished. I even had a child that didn't want to go into the light because as he he was he stole something. So he had a belief that if you know being that's a sin. He was going to go to hell. So he was afraid to go into the light. Okay. So a lot of these people that um, that don't go into the light, they you know they'll stay here. Sometimes they'll enter uh, people's bodies and. You know, you can talk to them, and also this is another thing. It's kind of a trip too. Is sometimes people are thinking they're having a past life memory, and what they're really having is the the being inside of them, their memory of or their lifetime. So that's always a trip, you know. So how do you differentiate between whoa? Is that a memory, or is that a true lifetime that I'm remembering? So that's something that's kind of fun to play with, and um the frequencies that the that you're that you're talking about for me, it's more of an, emo- it's like the emotional frequencies that come into people. Okay. So there'll be like emotional energies or frequencies that also look like, like the silhouette or the person that they want, that, that died, that, that what you're talking about that 17% of their energy, their essence is still here. That doesn't always go into other people. You know, sometimes it, it just visits, visits family or whatever. And, but at the same time, the the discarnates, the people that don't go, that do not want to leave the planet for whatever, and there's many, many, of course, thousands of reasons why we don't want to leave. Uh, sometimes we don't want to let go. Sometimes people hold hold people back. A lot of people don't want to let go of their loved ones until it's until they are ready to you know to do that. But yeah, it's it's different. I mean, this is like true discarnate energy. You can see them in the bodies. I mean, they all kind of. I mean, they. Their energy so it doesn't they're not like you know they're not like the full the body like our body but they're their energy so you can see their their frequencies and and they're clumping together often i'll see them the same kind of issues like for example people are attracted to the same kind of energy of wounding so to speak whatever those those woundings are that's what you're attracted to and those come in and affect you even more so Yeah, the energy essence that you're referring to, I do see that in people, just not, you can see it, but, and it can affect people, but it's the ones where it's like real discarnates, real dead people that didn't leave, didn't, you know, didn't go up and didn't um, transition all the way. They're still, they're still here holding on. And a lot of it does have to do with religious beliefs. It's kind of a trip. And and then there's also those places. I just remember and all these flashes keep coming in, The like even the areas of like the heaven and hell and purgatory and all the different cultures and belief systems. We've created all those places as well, you know, and we eventually will leave. But there's even the dead zone. I remember discovering the dead zone. I mean, people that have no belief at all, they're laying as though well they're dead in this gray area. You know, it's like, I mean, it's just such a trip, but they're all <laughs> discarnates, you know. People, humans,
1: the dead yeah. zone. I love that. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, what, I'm dead. You know, I don't believe in life after death, so I'm dead. What do I do? I just lie here. And yeah. So you lay
0: down and act like you're dead. Act like you know? you're
1: dead. The dead zone. I had a I had a beautiful healer on the show, Yvonne Ballard, years ago. She changed her name to Naya. She's actually left. She's transitioned. She's left her body. But um, we, I called the show "Heaven is Empty" because she talked about when she had a near-death experience, of visiting mm. all these realms, and she went to the heaven, the heaven realms, where people had created uh, these heavenly realms that they expected <laughs> to go to when they died, where you know there were harps and clouds, and but she said <laughs> she said that they were hanging out in these heaven realms, but there was no one else there. It's like, where is yeah. Everybody, where is everybody? Yeah. And, yeah. um, and then Hell Realms, people
0: have. Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hell mm-hmm. realms. But they're all, you know, thought forms. They're all. Um, they are. They are. Beliefs. Yes. beliefs yeah.
0: yeah, that's true. There was a movie way back it was called What Dreams May Come with Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah. I've had that Stephen, movie.
1: I had Stephen on the show a few times. In fact, we've become friends who uh, the director, Stephen Simon, who who made mm. that movie. Yeah. 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 And yeah. We've, we've talked extensively about that. About that, yeah, the hell realm. But anyway, girl, what were you going to say about that? Yeah,
0: well, I remember seeing that movie and I'm like, oh my goodness, someone knows what they're talking about because this is actually happening. People are creating these realities by our belief systems and we're creating all of it, the heaven, the hell, the purgatory, the, you know, where you go, whatever your belief system is. It's like, for, like I said, every religion has their own beliefs, you know, and and we create it. It's such a trip such a trip yeah so (laughs) just belief systems
1: yeah beliefs create our reality whether it is our physical reality or astral reality or spiritual reality yeah we're creating all the time and i think it was in um i've had another woman on the show elisa medhus and her son shot himself when he was about 20 19 21 anyway and he became uh, a, a voice through all these mediums and he talked about how he can create realities at the thought, like if he wants to ski down a mountain, he just thinks about it and phew, he's skiing, you know, like wow. in in these other realms where thought mm-hmm. manifests instantly, you just think about right, it and right. you create yeah. it around you. And then there are these collective uh, thought forms, much like earth is a collective thought. I mean, everything is thought energy. We think we mm-hmm. live in a physical world. We live in a energetic world it's all energy mm-hmm. and information that we're perceiving mm-hmm. through physical senses to make it seem real but it's right. actually all belief structure yeah. it's all been created mm-hmm. through beliefs yeah it's, it is a yeah trip. and it's it a goes trip, it? Yeah. and it goes beyond 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 but back to your <laughs> friend back to your friend when when she died at 19 why did she attach to your daughter because was she scared to go to the light did she kill herself like what why did no, she
0: not, why did she not? Yeah, attack? why did, yeah, mm-hmm. because my sense is, is that we, we were like best friends. You know how when you're little you you have a best friend and we had, so then she moved away and my sense is too, is that she, it was very traumatizing for her as well. We didn't have any, we had no phone numbers. I didn't even know her last name. Okay, so it was like totally totally separated and both of us really missing the other. And then when when she did die, for some reason she she found me and she found my daughter and she chose to go into my daughter because she wanted to watch over her to protect her that kind of thing, and that's what I mean when I, when Petey was gone and my daughter she felt like totally alone and she felt like abandoned and she just had all these all that energy that that pd was holding for my daughter of just protecting her and and being there for her so she's never alone and all of that she wanted pd wanted to be there for me for my daughter but also be close to me not in me but close to me so look what she did she incarnated in my granddaughter
1: (laughs) yeah i think that's kind of cool i know exactly what you're talking about when um My mother died when I was like 16. And uh, when one of my brothers had a baby, I had that same reaction. I'm holding the baby and it's like, oh, there you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I was not expecting that at all. It blew my mind. I swear. I was like, whoa. I just, yeah, it took me by surprise. Boom. There she was. Yeah.
1: Can I ask how old your granddaughter is now?
0: Yes, she is 30. Oh, wow. Your granddaughter is 30. And I have a great grandbaby. Yeah. Who's like going to be oh two God, yeah. in April. I
1: was going to say you don't look old enough, but you did start at 17. Gosh, yeah. I did.
0: You yeah. Started, I started at yeah. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I did.
1: 30. That's crazy. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, um, parallel realities. Do you want to talk about that? What's your understanding yeah. of parallel realities? How does this come into play with the work that you do?
0: yeah, well, for me, there's like I can shift my awareness as other people can, and I can see other people in my own space happening. And there's like 12 layers of of um, different different time space, different parallel realities that are simultaneously occurring here now in our in a different different atmosphere, so to speak, or a different place, different you know, different parallel. So there's other peoples we have likeness, you know, like, like I remember I was talking to somebody and I'm looking at them and all of a sudden I'm seeing their parallel reality and that they look kind of similar, but the other guy was a little bit thinner, a little bit more wiry, you know, just different, different, um, life experiences, but, you know, on some level, the same soul, you know. Because you know this at a soul level, we're multi-dimensional souls. We're not just lodged to this one thing that comes in this body. We're multi-dimensional and can be in lots of different time and space. And so with the parallels, I mean, I don't really do a whole lot other than retrieving, or if there's something I have to retrieve or return or take or unravel in one of these other dimensions, then I'll go, you know, do that kind of thing. But basically, you know, it's like I'm dealing with the person right here so even though there's another energy a soul piece of them doing these parallels doing different things there's not always it's not this exactly the same you know it's like you might be doing something completely different than what you're doing here but at the same time there's somehow there's like a, a familiar similar kind of be, being likeness that you are you know but and also you have different Um, limitations, and uh, and not just limitations, but also different abilities and skills and different things that you bring that you're not bringing here on planet Earth, okay? So different levels of your, um, like when we're looking at incarnated on planet Earth, we go back, tracking back to your life stream, and we're looking at all the different traumas you've had and, you know, how that's affecting you now. And who you are because of all of those. Okay, so the parallels also—it's like almost like they're playing out different scenarios of your soul's evolution. And the, as the soul is, you know, growing and expanding and awakening, it's all all about that. But basically, you're just playing out different different movie roles, so to speak, in these different different time, space, different realms, alternate realities, and you may or may not be meeting up with the same people you know what i mean like in this lifetime i might be meeting like with my mother maybe maybe it won't be the same spirit in that lifetime you know but there's still somehow there's some kind of interaction somewhere with that so yeah it's kind of like living life here only just stepping over to a different one and then a different one and a different one and seeing who we are in each of those. And we actually can do that, you know? We can connect with our own soul frequency in these other time-space dimensions. And we can start, we can go into the frequency of who we are there, which is actually kind of a trip. And actually, sometimes it can actually be beneficial because you learn things and understand things differently then you do here, then you can bring back that knowledge back to this, this body that you're actually, where well, your consciousness really is right here. It's a trip. I mean, it really is. So, so fun things to play with, you know, I mean, there's so many things to play with that, that could be anywhere, anytime yeah. all over the place.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Years ago, I did a healing, probably about 10 years ago, I did the matrix energetics, And we did all this sort of stuff by um, contacting different realities and parallel realities. And, yeah, there's just so many places. But I found that in doing a clearing and healing, it can just get so confusing, whereas you can just go straight (laughs) up to your divine self and let them sort it out. And this is a question I wanted to ask you too. Like with Mm -hmm. disincarnate souls, why do you think they need people on earth to tell them to, like, it's safe to cross over instead of their spirit guides or their soul family that are there in their realm, you know, helping Mm -hmm. them. Why do you think they need physically incarnated people to talk to them?
0: What often happens with people that pass over and that don't want to go. Okay. So they, they don't want to leave. So, I mean, not, not that everybody feels that, and yet there are a lot of people that do. So what happens though, is they're very attached the physical they're very attached to their life they they don't want to go they want to be here and what happens is is even though the light comes for them and even though even the soul families will come for them it doesn't mean they're even going to pay attention i've had people literally turn away from the light turn away like not looking not going okay so they're They're more connected to this this realm here, and they're identified with the physical realm of human human being energy and identifying with that. So this is where they want to be. This is where they want to hold on to. They don't even want to know that they have died or if they did die, they don't want to accept it. And then if some of they do accept it, they still don't want to go. So they're not going to be paying attention to anything that's going to, you know that's talking to them. So they're going to be more vested in believing what you know listening to me rather than to some beautiful incredible being that they've known for you know eons of time that has their best interests so you know it's just that attachment thing you know the emotional attachments that human beings have it doesn't just leave because the body dies you know all this energy frequency is still there until you you know until you truly transcend and go into the light and then different things are happening there, but then also coming back in, like you said, essence parts of your energy will come back, but not always. Sometimes these essences are left out in different times, you know, different areas on planet earth. So it doesn't necessarily mean that all of you will come back when you do incarnate. Um, and yeah, the people that are not listening, it's, it's really more about their attachment to this time-space reality, the human beingness. I mean, when you think about it, really, it's like, when you think about people and their attachment, you know, to everything here and think about someone who has a lot of material things that they're identifying is that thats their ego, they don't want to let that all go. And, and so there is that attachment and that, that my sense is that's the biggest component. I mean, anybody's at some point, if we talk, if we can really help them actually, when I have people inside of people's bodies, oftentimes I'll just say, look into the light. Because once they do, the memory will start and they'll go. But I will have people that ref- that won't look to the, into the light. They will not do it. So so I do different things and then pretty soon they go. But yeah, it's, it, people, they're humans. They're still humans on some level. <laughs>
1: so how do you get them to look into the light? You've got to convince well, them.
0: Just, yeah, it depends. Sometimes I'll do something like, I'll bring the white flame in and I'll actually use that white flame. I'll put them in the white flame. And what happens with that is it starts to dissolve the energy frequencies of trauma and shock, misperceptions of reality. And all of a sudden it's like all this heaviness is lifted. And then, and then they're already in that light frequency of that white flame. And then it's like, it's an easy, easy, just looking up. They just start to look up. And then oftentimes I'll just start talking to them, reminding them, that we all came from the light and we all, we're all going to go back to the light. You'll remember and I'll tell them, I go, just, just, just take a peek, a little peek, just, just see if just going, you know, and off and they mostly will. I mean, rarely have I had to really work hard to get somebody to do that. I mean, I've had a few, but mostly it, you know, in some ways it won't take long to get them to look into the light and go home. So
1: in your, oh, okay. Silly question. So I was going to say in your dealings with people and the mob just said, well, that's what she attracts. I said, do you see this often? And they said, well, that's what she attracts. And I'm like, oh, well, of course, then you would see it often (laughs) (laughs) because everyone has a different, you know, mandate, like what what they're going to heal with people. So if that's what right, you're healing right. with people, that's what you're attracting, obviously. Yeah. The people, right. that, yeah. So that was a silly question. But um okay, so I'd like to do a healing, but there was something else I was going to ask you. What was I going to ask you? Um a, a clearing rather. Uh no, I've forgotten the question. <laughs> it, might, <laughs> it might come back to us. What do you find that people most dealing with the, their subconscious thought forms that they've come in with when they've been born into a specific dna family and they've like Mm -hmm. they say in the bible the sins of the father are visited on the son like what you experienced i'm sure that you as a an an evolved soul came into that family that was just riddled with hatred and resentment and distortion because you you came to clear it up which i see with a lot of star seeds they say yep if i'm going to go help planet earth ascend i i need to go into places that where there is densely packed energy and mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah, yeah. Trauma. Yeah. trauma, trauma, trauma,
1: trauma, trauma. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: What do you see is the common trauma for people?
0: Mm, common. Yeah. Well, you know, some of the bigger frequencies that people are dealing with is the unconscious frequency or belief that everyone is separate. You know, that that's where that original separation, that's kind of like the core, of everything. And then it goes into not feeling loved, which also, I mean, that just, that just covers so much. If you're not loved and you don't belong here, you don't have a right to be here. There's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? It just goes into all these other frequencies that just kind of all come to glop in together. But ultimately it's that place that, that feeling unloved. And that's like really that major core issue of all of humanity is not feeling loved. You know, ultimately, everyone wants to be loved unconditionally, just as they are. As they are, that's it. And we're all desiring that, looking for that. And everyone, you know, everyone's got some kind of judgment or this is good, this is bad. And so we, you know, we push that onto each other. And and so it really just hits that place inside that we're just not loved. And that's that's the crux of it. That's the crux of it. it.
1: That's it. You've hit the nail on the head. That's absolutely it. Like I identified that when I was doing this work because I do the same work that, you know, once you hit that core belief that I am separate to love, that I am separate to God, once you reestablish that knowing as your truth, then all the rest of it unravels. It's like you can stay up here in the, you know, like all the sort of distorted thought forms and, and pull this one and pull that one and pull this one and pull that. And it's just chipping away at this enormous iceberg but once mm-hmm. you get down to I feel separate to love or separate to source and then you pull that one then the it just the iceberg just melts it just mm-hmm. oh, that's the core that's the crux of it as you said that's the crux mm-hmm. of it
0: it is yeah no, yeah it is
1: feeling separate the, yeah. the, but, but that's the uh that's that's the game we came to play we came to experience separation because yes yeah, that's separate. what it's all about. That's right. what it's all about. So you can either enjoy that separation or suffer. <laughs> like, there's your choice. I, yeah. Enjoy it or suffer.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's it. There you
1: go. Well, let's do a bit <laughs> of a clearing. I'll leave it up to you for people listening to this that feeling like they need some clearing. Let's do one. <laughs> How do you feel? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then let's do something. Let's clear some of the frequency about being loved. How about that? <laughs> All righty. Okay. So for, you know, to, for me, it's like when you're, when I'm doing a clearing, if you're just being the receiver of a clearing, if you can lay down, do that seriously. So just letting the people know, go in and just lay down. And then just allowing yourself just to feel into that feeling around love. When you think about love, when you think about being loved, when you think about even loving yourself, the frequency of unconditional love, the very thing we all want just allowing yourself just to feel into that for a moment, that feeling of wanting love, desiring love. And we also know that we want self-love, but there's all kinds of frequencies interfering. So now as you just hold that energy, hold that thought of being loved, just knowing love, feeling loved, you just want love. You want to be loved. We all want to be loved. Now, as you're having that thought, that feeling, you're also going to have a frequency rising up, or you may have something happening in your body where you're not feeling all that love. So we understand that we all want to be loved, and yet there's something inside that doesn't allow you to fully receive it. So I'm going to start releasing frequencies, misperceptions of reality, beliefs, conclusions that you hold within your own self, in your subconscious, that's still blocking you because it's all on you. You are the one blocking your own self from knowing love. You are the one that doesn't allow love to come in and penetrate your heart. So now... And also love rises from within okay now i'm going to be coming into your subconscious coming in 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 into those frequencies now i'm going to be stirring up in the in that subconscious i'm going to be going way back in time because i want to get a sense of where did you begin to believe that you're unlovable that you're not loved so i'm just going to go in 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 going back 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 through your live stream and yes it does go back to that initial separation when you first became aware of your own awareness Begin to believe that you were separate. And there we got some energy frequencies. We have an angst in there. We even have some fear energy frequencies in there. Now it's going to start releasing and clearing that fear energy. Clear, clear, clear. Releasing, releasing, releasing. Light, 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 light. Clear, clear, clear. And then coming into the anxiety that's there, the wound that's there, the belief. Oh, there we go. Right there. Okay. So... It, to, to have the belief or feel like you're not loved literally has a death-dying energy to it. I'm going to go right into that frequency of that dying energy, the death energy. You're going to die. Without love, you're going to die. You have many, many, many lifetimes proving that, showing that, bringing that to your awareness that without love, you will die. Now, there's a trauma in there. I'm going to start releasing that trauma. Releasing and clearing. Clear, clear, clear. Release, release, release. Go, blah light 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 spin that energy out 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 go clear good a little bit deeper now going in oh there we go now i'm finding aspects of of everyone where you're wow wow there's parts of you whoa there we go okay little ones right there and young little ones feeling so unloved like you don't matter you're not important yeah all right come 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 here come here me show you yeah there we go now look you need to see and look at all this look lifetimes after lifetimes agreements and contract of not knowing love feeling unloved now look at the bigger picture now i'm going to take you right into the frequency of the all that is god consciousness the frequency of pure awareness the energy of frequency of just unconditional love and light just taking you now right up into that energy frequency Letting that frequency of pure love and light, just, yeah, there we go, just unraveling, 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 clearing, 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 even more misperceptions of reality, clearing even more beliefs that you're separate, that you're not connected, that you're all alone. There we go, good, light, 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 now I'm going to be bringing you back through all the all your levels, coming through super consciousness, over soul, God self incarnating levels, higher levels, all the different levels of you, coming back down into the body, putting this part of you right into the heart. Now I'm going to go back to the subconscious and start unraveling and clearing misperceptions of reality, conclusions, the belief that there's something wrong with you, that you're born bad, that you're a sinner, that you're not wanted, you don't belong. Light, 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 light clear, clear, clear. And I'm going to go deeper, deeper, deeper in the subconscious. I'm finding some deep, deep, deep. Now I'm just going to go, there's some wormholes presenting. I'm going to go down these wormholes. Are they down in the wormholes? Yep. Okay. Going down into these wormholes. Wow, wow. Okay, good. Going into other time space. There we go. Now these aspects of you that are lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo, echo, echo. Time to come back. Come Come home, come, come, come. Look, look, look. Come to the light. There we go. There we go. Good. Now we're going to come back to those wormholes. I'll be collapsing those wormholes. Yep, so there's no way to go back down there, making sure we collapse, collapse, collapse those wormholes, bringing you back, 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 putting that right into the heart frequency, heart center. Now going back into the subconscious. There's still some gray kind of frequency here. What is this? The gray energy. What is this? What is this? this? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Now I'm going to start releasing this energy frequency that's lodged in the subconscious right here. Yeah, it still has to do with not being loved. feeling. Oh, there we go. There we go right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay, there we go. I'm going to go into the frequency of the feeling of being rejected, to being judged, to being abandoned. These all hit the feeling of not being loved deep deep wounds on these frequencies lots of evidence from past lives past incarnational experiences where you're feeling yeah yeah there we go these frequencies there we go light 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 bringing in the white flame right yeah there we go right into the body into the subconscious into these places where you've anchored in that you're not loved you're not lovable nobody loves you yeah right there you don't belong you're not one right there light 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 light, white flame white flame white flame dissolve 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 this wounding dissolve these misperceptions dissolve these beliefs the programming Now, let's get other people's emotions as well, other people's essence. Yeah, there we go. Okay, now releasing and clearing energy frequencies that belongs to other people, other people's emotions, other people's essence, other people who have passed on and their energy is still here that came into your body. And also discarnates, actual discarnates. Bringing in the light, bringing in the light now, bringing in the emissaries of light, bringing in the messiahs. There we go. Light of Yeah, the light of home light of home, shining down, down, down onto the subconscious, down to all these discarnates that are, yeah, we go, yep, there's the light, look into the light, yeah, there we go, let's go home, time to go home, yes, time, let's go, let's go, come on, it's true, it's true, the light is there, let's go, there we go. You look, 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 look. There we go. See that? Mm-hmm. Good. Now the frequency of light shining down, down, down. There we go. All the way through the whole body, all different levels, layers of the body, finite levels, all the way through DNA levels, coming all the way through back down. Let's go back into the subconscious. Now the frequency of feeling love is the frequency that you are loved, the frequency of loving of yourself, loving yourself. Okay, good. All thoughts that present, all misperceptions, conclusions, beliefs around loving the self. Let those present now. There we go. There we go. There's all those misperceptions, conclusions. There we go. Now, shining light, 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 the frequency of home, the frequency of love and light, the frequency of the white flame coming into those misperceptions, coming in to those beliefs conclusions, dissolve, 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 dissolve. They are not an absolute. They are not the truth. They're misperceptions of reality. It's emotional energy, spinning this energy out. Release, release, release. Clear, clear, clear. Good. Coming back in. Good. Now, I'm going to go into some of the traumatic experiences that people have lived and died through these, where you anchored in the beliefs. There is actual trauma yeah, yeah, yeah. There's shock and trauma coming into the trauma, major trauma of horrific deaths, horrific experiences of betrayal, horrific experiences of abandonment, rejection, light, 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 light. hang Going direct. Come, give me the go ahead here. Give me the go-ahead. Thank you. Good. Coming in now. Go, 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 light, light, light. There we go. There we go. Light, 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 light. Clear. Lifting, lifting, lifting. These energy frequencies, trauma, wounding, coming out, 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 out. Dissolve, dissolve, clear. There we go. Good. Now shock. Show me the shock frequency. Energy of shock. Get that shock energy. Release. Oh, well, Lots of shock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Surrounding light, light, light. Dissolve, 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 dissolve. dissolve. Clearing, clearing and releasing. Frequencies of shock. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Some kind of protection. Ah, protection. Mm -hmm. Putting up protection, trying to protect oneself from the fear of not belonging, of not being loved. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, did they call this in? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, now going direct again, higher level superconscious. I'm going to go ahead to release this protection. Protecting oneself from the fear of not being loved and what that really means. Get the There we go. Good. Now let's take these barriers down, these walls down. Let's take the protection down, the shields down. There we go. Nice, nice, nice. Don't need them. They're not the truth. There we go. Light, 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 light. Dissolve, 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 dissolve. Good. Now I'm going back into the subconscious again. Show me, show me, show me misperceptions of reality. Show me where we don't feel love, where they don't feel love, no love, no. Oh, there we go. Oh, another aspect lost, lost aspect of you. Come, hmm. All right, come, come, yeah, come here, come here. Yes, yes, yes. There we go. Yes, yes. All right, can we come home now? Good. I'm gonna put you right back in the heart. There we go. Now I'm just gonna go looking for lots of little aspects that kind of split off, went away. Because of those beliefs of not being wanted, not belonging, not being loved. There we go. Now, echoing out, splitting my awareness, going into many, 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 many places inside of your subconscious. You go down wormholes, into black holes, into voice, into distance, into hiding places, into nooks and crannies, into caves. There we go. Echo, echo, echo. Yes. Yeah, time to come home. Time to come home. It's safe now. Look, look, look. There we go. Come, 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 come. All these aspects coming back, back, back. There we go. This all come back together. Yeah, this yeah, into oneness, into the one of self. And let's go right into the heart chakra, right into the heart center. Good. Good. Now I'm going go back into the subconscious, unraveling and clearing even more. Now I'm going to come in with the white flame, amping it up, amping it up to pure, pure, pure frequency of the Holy Spirit itself, light and profound light coming through. Frequency of unconditional love and light all the way through the subconscious, all the way through misperceptions of reality, all the way through conclusions and beliefs. Love and light, love and light, love and light. The frequency of pure, 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 unconditional love and light. You are a divine being. You are creator incarnate. You are love and light in the core of your being. Now we're going to take your awareness right into the heart chakra, heart center. Just imagine now that you are literally coming right into your heart chakra, your heart center with your awareness. We're going to go right into the core of you. There's a frequency that is you. It is the pure frequency of love and light. So I want you to now just to go into that frequency because you can. It is in you. It is in every single being that ever is, has been, and shall be. Everyone has that, is that. You are that now coming right into that light so that you are now in the light itself, in your own light, in the very core of your own being, in the core of your own body, in the core of your own essence. You are in your own divine light from here, just being in this, being in this, sitting in this, just acknowledging, feeling, sensing, knowing this frequency of pure, 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 unconditional love and light. This is you. This is who you are. This is absent all wounding, misperceptions of reality, conclusions, trauma, dramas, victimization, the poor me. All of those energy frequencies are just emotional energies. They're not the absolute. This is the absolute. You are pure love and light. Pure love and light. Now, just letting yourself just be, just be with this energy frequency, accepting, welcoming, saying yes to your own frequency of pure, pure, pure love and light. Pure love and light in the very core of your being. Now, I want you just to imagine now in front of you, literally, you're looking out into the world. Out into the world. All the chaos in the world. The trauma, drama. All the frequencies. Everything that's happening in the world. Everything that's happening now. You are just now in that frequency of pure love and light. Witnessing all the chaos. Witnessing the transformation. Witnessing life unfolding. Life and death unfolding. Unfolding. Now, from this place of the truth, the absolute, pure, unconditional love and light, witnessing is what you're doing now, witnessing with pure love and light, pure consciousness knowing and understanding the divine plan unfolding knowing and understanding that everyone is a soul evolving we've all agreed to have these experiences we all are here to co-create and to bring on to bring forth the frequency of the new paradigm we are all a part of that doing our part now from that frequency of pure love and light witnessing the world and recognizing all is well All is well. There is nothing to do. Now, shine that light. Let that light frequency of you, your frequency, your beautiful, bright, brilliant light, your divine energy, the frequency of pure unconditional love and light, let that just shine, shine, shine right out onto the world, blessing on light, beautiful light onto all the peoples and all their struggles and all their fears and anxieties, just loving them exactly as they are and loving them in their journey, loving them. In their life quest loving them in their ignorance in their asleepness loving them with the pure energy of pure love and light noticing that in your own body all is well peace harmony quiet the frequency of love now i want you to take your awareness and be out in the world but turning back around looking back at your own body looking back at the own your own you the you that you have perhaps judged in some way the part the you that you have found fault with made wrong that you haven't loved now you're still holding that frequency of pure love and light you are that now let the heart open fully to you facing you looking at you looking at all your life all your struggles all your the, the lessons you have learned the expansion of your awareness and consciousness you are a beautiful divine being physical incarnate now just letting yourself echoing out that frequency of pure unconditional love back onto you back onto your energy frequencies light body miracle body also body, etheric body mental emotional spiritual physical body all levels of you higher levels all incarnating levels all the levels of you just loving you just as you are just as you are perfect divine being Now you're going to begin to walk back, back, back to your own self, to your own physical form, holding that frequency of pure love and light. And then come right back to your own body. Now turning around, sitting right back, laying back into your own self, bringing with you even more energy of awareness, more energy of light, more energy of consciousness, freer, more liberated from your own misperceptions of reality, more and more and more accepting that you are a divine being, you are creator incarnate, you are love and light in the very core of you, of who you are. Now, we're just going to begin to let go of all images, all sensations, anything that's been presenting, we're just letting everything go, bringing our awareness right into this moment, right here, right now. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and be here now.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was intense. (laughs) You know, I, I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking you were doing that for anyone that's tuning in. And I would say to anyone who is tuning in, whether on audio or video, that don't drive your car or go for a walk <laughs> or listen washing the dishes.
0: <laughs> no, no. Lay down or sit down. That's it. Yeah.
1: Lay, lay down or sit down while that was going on. But I was thinking because you were tuning in to everyone that will tune into this. But, you know, we could do that on a more on a collective like how much bigger can it be because i know that you're Mm. doing one-on-ones are you doing courses and oh i do oh oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. do you teach
1: people how to do what you do
0: like oh yeah we've got a whole we got programs oh yeah this has been going on for years and years seriously okay okay. yeah 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 yeah. you know like how how much
1: how much on a collective level could we do that i suppose people have to be in agreement so anyone that's listening to this, you don't think so? You reckon you that don't you have could... to,
0: you, there's no agreement needed anymore? That's whole paradigm. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to be happy. Everyone. So at okay. a soul level, there's the, there's the go. You might occasionally find somebody, but that's you know at a soul level, everyone wants to be happy. So it is. I mean, we do. I do big group mm-hmm. clearings. Yeah. Twice yeah. a month. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, darling
1: <laughs> one, what a joy and a delight to meet you and talk (laughs) with you today just just wonderful thank you so much for being on the show thank you for the clearing and and for people listening and tuning in uh, let me know how you go. Did it make a difference? Did you feel better? Did you see the light? Did you, what, <laughs> what did you experience? Yeah. Yeah. We got, yeah, yeah. We, got, we yeah. got a taste of your work today. So that was really yeah. beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so more. much. All right. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. So fun hanging out with you. Thank you.
1: And I forgot to mention, I didn't have it written down. Your website. What's your website?
0: Spiritualacceleration.com.
1: Spiritual acceleration, which I'll have under the YouTube uh thanks again bonnie
0: it's been beautiful yeah it's been great karen yeah
1: oh wow how did you go with the clearing that was beautiful what a joy to speak with bonnie today really was um bonnie is somebody that reached out to me uh, i think her personal assistant did and um i really didn't know anything about her and as i said uh when i was looking at some of her videos to just get acquainted with her She reminded me so much of the energy that Lois Hollis is uh, bringing through. They're on a similar mission, these two gals, these two galactic gals. I love Lois. Go check out the show I did with uh, Lois as well. And um, there are lots of healers that are clearing density. This is what we all came to do. You know, the volunteers, um, the starseeds said that we would be part of the shift or the ascension or the clearing of density and moving from one experience to another So, in order to move into that experience, we have to shift the energies of the old experience, which is a lot of that density uh, and beliefs and thought forms and paradigms. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. But Bonnie has, yeah, she's been doing some great work. Wonderful, amazing, amazing, amazing. So, she told me how old she was she's in her 70s she looks amazing doesn't she absolutely amazing but she said to me the same as Lois said that when she started doing the clearing work she started looking younger and I'm like yeah right and Lois said the same thing she said when she started clearing all the density that she was carrying in her energy system that even her gray hair turned to dark when she was younger Uh, yeah amazing amazing what is possible when we live in the light of love the light of love heals all really it can be complicated and it can be incredibly simple but it's that incredibly simple part of just re-emerging back into the light while we're still physically incarnated that most people find incredibly complicated so we need lots of steps to get there along the way Uh, lots of steps to get there along the way to remember that we are love Mm. we are love it can be as simple as sitting and meditating And thinking of nothing and just and just being in the light or doing all this clearing yeah from an energetic intellectual energy emotional perspective there's many ways to heal many many ways to heal but what i do know whatever ailment you have pains migraines pains in your muscles backache stomach problems whatever ailment you have That is your body and your soul talking to you about the density or the traumas or the suffering that you're still holding in your energetic system it might come from this lifetime it might come from past lifetimes it might be the pain of your parents or your grandparents or on your dna uh, the it might be collective distortion but it is an indication negative emotion pain in your body or disease is an indication of uh, imbalance in your energy system and it's easy to balance it it can be complicated it can be simple just depends on what ride you're up for in this lifetime but yeah do check out bonnie's work she she's wonderful loved her loved bonnie all right. As I said on the show, um, Samuel Chong is coming into the inner sanctum this weekend. We're going to talk about Thy Prophecy. I have just read it, I think, for the second or I'm going to read it again. Because even in the book, it says um, Michelle de Marquet has a uh, after, three years after he wrote the book, he did a, another chapter, which is in uh, the book that he said, you have to read this book at least three times. I'm thinking three times. I reckon you need to read it at least a hundred times. There's so much in that book. So much in that book. I loved it so we're going to chat about it with Samuel this weekend so if you want to join us you you, please join us but it'd be good if you read the book it is available online in pdf or you can download it from Amazon the proceeds because Michelle is um, Samuel doesn't get any of the proceeds he promotes the book all over the place doesn't get any of the proceeds it goes to Michelle Vimakay's son I think the proceeds Mm, but it is available online and uh, so i hope you join us in the inner sanctum and please remember if you haven't uh, checked out my book awakened by death please do so and i'll see you next time love you big time bye for now